0: And I actually think that's great that as planners, we've had to learn flexibility. We've had to pivot. Also, as soon as the quarantine started, well, my mind's always churning with ideas. So right away, I started thinking of an idea, okay, I need, an, I need to be able to have a service that plans for events up to 50 people. So no matter what outside, we can keep it because the government had, was at that time keeping it to a smaller amount. And I created the experience, which is for events up to 50 people. It still gives that wow factor. It basically is a huge event brought down to up to 50 people. So it still has that decor, has that music, has that wow factor, but just a smaller because I got really sick of seeing all these photos of mini monies that they were calling them and micro weddings of just, ah, here's a little flower. Here's a little, and it felt, I felt like everyone was settling. Just, I want to get married. So let me just do this. Well, you can still get married and have that amazing wedding. Even if it's with fewer guests, you can have five guests and still have it.
1: Hey everyone, thanks for tuning in on a little bit of everything with me, and I am your host Angelica. This is a podcast that talks about a little bit of everything, so sit back and enjoy the show. Welcome back to another episode of A Little Bit of Everything with me. Today, my guest is the owner of Smiling Through Chaos. She's also an event and wedding planner and wellness coach. And also, she's got a book. Welcome, Amanda, to the show. How are you doing today?
0: I'm doing great. Thanks so much for having me.
1: Well, thank you. And I cannot believe this. You do so much and I cannot wait to learn more about you. But before we even get started, tell the listeners more about yourself.
0: Sure. So my name is Amanda Hughes, and I'm an event planner and wellness coach. As you said, I help women and couples smile more, stress less, and look and feel their best during their event planning experience. So we plan your amazing event and then you can walk in feeling like you look the best you've ever looked in your life. What could be better?
1: <laughs> right. And I feel like we always need a planner with any event that we do, even if it was for a birthday party, because how stressful is it? I've done a lot of events for friends in my time. I was that person that they would call and be like, hey, I need you to plan my birthday. You're the fun to-
0: one. <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> and it was just, you're running around like crazy and it's so fun. Like, how did you evolve to? get into this, um, into this industry because not many people can be an event planner.
0: You know, it's so funny. So when I was working in the corporate world, I was planning events also, and people would say, how are you not stressed? This is so stressful. I don't understand it. And I'd be like, I think it's fun. It's it's (laughs) so that's when I started saying to myself, okay, I really need to be doing this more than just planning weddings on the side and planning some personal events. I need to make this my real business, not just in the corporate world and not just on the side. I also had a nutrition business on the side. So instead, I just incorporated the two and I love it. So I agree (laughs) that if you are there that day, you're not enjoying your own party. If you, if you planned your party, you're most likely not talking to your friends and family at your birthday, whether it's 20 people or 150 people, you're not talking to them. <laughs> if you're running around trying to make sure that everything in your timeline, whether it's an organized timeline or just in your head of what you want to make sure gets done that day. Um, and then you also just, you know, even planning up until that day you're probably not enjoying it as much as if you just said, yes, I'm so excited for my birthday. And that's it. Because you're working with someone who's competent, who's experienced, who knows what they're doing, and who has ideas. Because there are some planners who, you know, they kind of look for (laughs) their client to have the ideas. I'm not that person. I get to know my clients. And it's helpful if you can say, I love this color and this color, but it's also even more helpful when you have an open mind and you can, I can say, okay, so do you like this or this? You can say which one, and then I can run with it and throw out a few concepts to you.
1: I definitely agree. And the, the fact that as an event planner, you can be really creative and also help your client out in different stages, like you mentioned before, but also be there for them because right. I remember... Planning certain parties for myself, and you're kind of like, crap, this did not go as planned. How do I come up with a plan B? How do I come up with a plan C? And then I realized until I got married and we were offered uh, free uh, wedding planning services for destination, that's where I was like, how do I give somebody the control that I'm so used to right. to somebody else to deal with it? And it was, I mean, I don't difficult. think it's easy. It I was- don't think
0: it's easy at all. And I think it depends on, I, I couldn't do it unless I really trusted that person mm-hmm. or unless I said, oh, I love their style or they get me. Otherwise, mm-hmm. I don't think you should just trust someone, <laughs> right? I mean, it, I don't think you should just hire someone and say, okay, run with it. You, if they don't know you or try to get to know you or <laughs> or have any good ideas, I have a background, you know, I went to FIT, Fashion Institute of Technology in New York City, and I had internships with with major fashion designers, and I worked in the fashion world, and then I worked in management, which actually really helped me with event planning. So I managed several offices, and I was a senior executive assistant for doctors and other professionals, the founders of companies. So that- made it where I can't make a mistake and I have to know their calendar. At the top of my head, I have to know, oh, January 15th, there you go. This is what's on your calendar without looking. So that prepared me. Everything you do in life prepares you for the next, right? I didn't know what each step was going to prepare me for, but the fashion, the design part of it, the concepts, the color, that part of it, plus the organizational part from corporate And management, well, those experiences created my business basically (laughs) of smiling through chaos event planning.
1: And how can you build that trust with your clients? Because a lot of people are probably listening and saying, okay, well, there's a bunch of wedding planners that you see and they all have the great resume of events that they've done, but how do we pick one and how do we trust for example, yourself, right? Like for you, how can I trust you for my, my event? It must be so stressful on top of that to find somebody.
0: Yeah. I think, well, to me, I definitely recommend getting on the phone with people. And if you can right now, you can do zoom really easily. You can do FaceTime, any kind of video where you are getting to know that person in in one phone call, I'll have people at the end of the call be like, okay, I love you. Let's go. Like That's it. Because we've had this conversation where they know I love my job. That's really, really important for event planning. I have a passion for it. I have a passion for making my, making sure my clients are happy. Some people are just all about themselves, Event some event planners, because they're like, this is my idea. This is, it's not, it, it might be our idea, but the client, where remember the event is theirs, and we want to make sure that they are going to have the best day, whatever their event is. So, how do you build trust? You have to be honest. I'm very honest. I communicate everything, don't hold back. I, I'm not like <laughs> a blunt, mean person. I just don't hold back. For instance, someone called the other day and they said, you know, they were talking about their budget. And I said, it might actually make sense for you to just plan this on your own because of the budget. And nothing against, just I don't want to take their whole budget. You know, I want them to have a great event. And I, it's my reputation also and my brand also, if I can't actually execute the ideas that I'm coming up with because of the budget, it just doesn't make sense. So I'm very honest about everything with them um, from dresses. People like to go dress shopping with me for weddings because I will tell them what looks really great on them. And if something doesn't, I will suggest a different style. I'm not ever going to say you look horrible. It's just a different style. It might not be the right fit for them, whatever it is. But because of my fashion background And because of I'm very tactile, I like to feel materials. I know it looks cheap. I know it looks expensive. Those types of factors, people want me there for those. So it's about building relationship. That's building trust. Exactly.
1: And I love how you are really, really with them every step of the way. And I feel like that's so important because- again, it's like, that's the job. That's the responsibility. You got to be there for anybody, whatever event you're planning to be there for them throughout the way. And that's awesome that you go dress shopping with them. I wish I had that. (laughs) And just kind of just, okay, what looks good on me? Because family can tell you one thing, your best friend's going to tell you another (laughs) thing, but that person that's helping you out is going to tell you the honest opinion of how it looks.
0: (laughs) Oh yeah. And, and also I am kind of the mediator. So Mm -hmm. if someone has a really strong opinion and let's say the bride has a totally different, I'm like, okay, so, and this is what I do with design flowers, dresses, everything. I'm this mediator and I don't mind because I want them. I want everyone to be happy. Yeah. You want everyone at the end to go, we had such a great experience Mm
1: -hmm.
0: because it's about the experience. It's not just about the day. And that's why most people now hire me for full planning from beginning to end. Um, You know, I have some who hire me for month of coordination and others who hire me for partial, but most hire me for full because they want that. They want me there every single step of the way they want my concept to go throughout the entire event. And for, you know, I'm a wellness coach also. So I'm used to hearing everything from people and I know how to handle it. Yeah. I don't get stressed about it. And smiling through chaos, I'm helping you smile through every single anything that can come your way during this time. And after, once you're part of the smiling through chaos family, you're part of it. And I'm checking in on you sometimes. I'm saying happy birthday. There it should always feel like that. Mm-hmm. That's how I feel. I feel like. It should always feel like you can pick up the phone and say hi to each other again, because you build this really strong relationship the entire time you're planning their event, which could be a few months, could be a few years. And then all of a sudden it's done. And you're like, where's, where, you know, where's that person now? You're not talking as much anymore. So why not be able to pick up the phone and still have that relationship?
1: For sure. Definitely. And I really like how you continue on that relationship because I felt like as soon as we got married and, you know, I got that one follow up call because it was destination. And the worst part was I dealt with the airline directly and I could not even see the wedding planner that resigned from their head office. Okay. And then that wedding planner would speak to the other wedding planner where I was getting oh married gosh. in Jamaica. And okay. I had no idea who she looked. All It was just three lines of communication. Right. I was emailed everything. And I kind of said, you know what? For the money that we're getting, as long as I get married and have everybody <laughs> there, that's all I really care about. Yeah. But it was amazing how much you know, there's this one person you got to talk to. And then she deals with everybody. There's like right. a web of people underneath her that she needs to make sure like I get what I want. And right. I did People get don't more. realize
0: yeah, it's right. how crazy. much work goes into it. I mean, some people be like, Oh, so that's just like a couple hours. Right. And I'm like, this is my full-time job. I work on weddings and events all day. This is what I do. And, and I, even some vendors, it's funny. I had, it was a bakery Mm-hmm. I, I got on the phone with someone and I was asking for a quote and he said, oh, it's really so much easier if you just come in and we talk and get a quote. And I said, oh, you know, I can't really go into every bakery and, and get a quote that would be really time consuming for me. I'm on the phone all day. I'm doing work. Um, and he was like, oh, okay. And so that just showed it just, people don't realize how much work it <laughs>
1: I agree. It's so much work. And I I had to put myself in both of their shoes because, you know, my wedding planner here is talking to the wedding planner in Jamaica of that resort. And then she's talking to all the vendors saying, hey, this is what the, the couple picked. And then once we got there. I don't see the airline wedding planner anymore. Like I don't even talk to her. Now I'm strictly dealing and seen in person. As soon as I land in two days, like two days into it here, this is what's going to happen. This is where you're going to have the wedding. This is where the reception's going to be. You're going to visualize it. And that's it. It was like a two hour meeting and that's it. We see each other again on the day of the wedding and boom, like everything that I envisioned was literally there. And it was like, wow, did it happen It did happen. Everything planned the way it's supposed to be. I got more than what I've asked for. The only thing I was missing, which I totally, like I said, you know what, forget it. So normally on the chairs, they had an option, uh, to put like a little, I guess a piece of fabric. Yes. So Mm -hmm. I asked for it and they didn't show up. So I was like, I'm not going to complain about it we are married. The event was fun. Everybody had a super amazing time. We mm-hmm. even got a vacation out of it. We got it at 5 PM. The sunset was coming down. What else can we ask for? So <laughs> I, you know, what's crazy too. the wedding planner from the airline told me, she's like, you're the first person, the first ever bride that did not complain stress she's like i don't even know like i i had to second guess myself if this was an actual wedding that we were planning
0: oh see you know what that shows how much complaining there is <laughs> <laughs> And I was like, Are you kidding me? And she's like,
1: No, I'm telling you. And, you know, I've given you a couple extra hours for free because it was part of this big package that you buy into. And she was just like, Honestly, you're super easy to work with. Even though stuff that you didn't, you couldn't have, you're just like, Okay, sure. Like, let's move on to the next one. And I I was telling my husband, like, I can't, fresh air. Yeah. I can't stress out on those little things. Like, it's destination, first of all. And, right. Hey, we paid twelve thousand dollars Canadian for forty people to be there to be well fed and to have the wedding of our dreams. So I can't complain. It's better than paying two hundred thousand dollars for one (laughs) hundred fifty people here, which is a lot of money.
0: I I have to say I have really wonderful clients. So I Mm -hmm. don't. If if anyone starts to get stressed, we have a conversation. We see what they're stressed about. I have a lot of people who you know break down for a minute on the phone with me crying about certain things and then they're better. And I have, I have, have, I had people getting off of zoom calls being like, okay, now I feel so much better. Thank you for having this call Mm. with me. So maybe, you know, maybe I have amazing clients and maybe I'm able to bring them back down where they're able to smile again. And so that combination, thank goodness. (laughs) Yeah.
1: Now the fact that you're a wellness coach, it's, added a bonus into this whole process and I see why you do both because uh, yeah I didn't feel much stress besides getting there and trying to figure out like where are people gonna sit how are people gonna line up especially when you're planning the rest of it and getting your friends to meet the groom side of their friends and kind of come together and be like hey you just yes, met we're all and friends. Like, yeah you're gonna be <laughs> best friends so <laughs> I'm like wow, I wish I had somebody to be there and kind of say, you know, everything's going to be okay. Cause there's one thing, again, your friends and family say it's going to be okay. Don't worry about it too much. But if you had somebody else there could tell you differently and how to handle it, that would have been awesome.
0: Well, it's someone who has your back, no matter what, who doesn't have any biases, who doesn't know the families and the friends and who's just there for you. Mm -hmm. And you can break down and cry with that person and you can get Mm -hmm. nervous with that person and you can say, I'm so excited. I I can't think of anything else with that person, but Mm -hmm. it's just about the person being there for you Mm -hmm. and with you and the wellness coach part of it is funny because I offer those services in addition, right? Mm -hmm. But even if you don't get those services and you only have me for the event or wedding planning, that comes with in just talking to me. Mm -hmm. So it's not that you have to get the nutrition or the exercise or the Reiki or the yoga. It's sure you can get that and you can get it on a deeper level, the wellness coaching and the mindset coaching. But just talking to me about your event, you can still have that. And that is something very unique because if you're speaking to an event planner who doesn't have that background, which is pretty much all event planners, <laughs> mm-hmm. then you don't, you, you might not have that same kind of conversation.
1: Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Now I want to get into your book because it's called smiling through the chaos of wedding planning. You yes. can get it on Amazon. How did this all get started? Like, what was the reason behind this book and why did you start a book? Cause this is phenomenal.
0: I laugh because it was not, it was kind of by accident. So I always said, I'm going to write a book because I love writing and I have kind of a crazy story and all this. But, and then years ago I wrote, oh, maybe, I don't even know how many pages, tons. And this is when flash drives weren't as, as great as they are now. And it crashed. So that was gone years ago. Um, but then I was like, I think I'm going to write again. And I was talking to someone and he said, oh, are you ever going to write a wedding planning book? I think it would be really great. And I was thinking about someone who had just gotten married and she was saying, I saw her her wedding planning books and she was saying, you know, I, I felt like I had to get this one because it had to do's. I felt like I had to get this one because it taught me something else. And I said, oh, I looked at them, no offense, but these are all kind of boring. And one of them was super thick. I did some more research also, very thick, like 150 pages of, and huge. And then another one might be just a task list with no personality of just here's to-do lists. I wanted something different. I wanted something that would help people smile because it has some personality to it but be super quick, like a few pages per chapter. Oh, you want to know about invitations and what to do, what kind of, how how to uh, say certain things in an invitation? Look at this chapter. And then you can put it down and you can look at it another day to look about wedding dresses or whatever else you need assistance with. And it's a quick read. So that's why I I did it. And I stayed up every night until who knows what time editing. And I did it in three months because I wanted it to be out for the holidays and engagement season. So it was out December and became a bestseller on Amazon. I give one to every one of my clients and I suggest they look at the chapters and then ask me questions and we go from there just to be able to reference it.
1: No, that's really good. And I feel like there's so many wedding planner books, there's so many like activity books. I remember I was gifted one for my engagement yeah. and I'll be honest, I never used it. Right. <laughs> I was like, I don't think I'm going to need half of it first of all, but then it's just so overwhelming. It was just this big binder. Right. And I'm like who carries a big binder? And I think it was like two and a half inches thick. And I was like, no, I already have so much. I love digital stuff. I'm a digital person, but even this this comes in
0: digital also. I have digital color and black and white. So I have different options for (laughs) different budgets, different styles, right? Mm. It all goes with just like how I am with event planning. <laughs> no, that's great because you're given,
1: like I would have taken the digital copy, you know? Mm-hmm. And then there's people, like you said, they would like the color or the black and white and accommodating budgets. And
0: I like to underline, highlight. So I I don't yeah. like to read digitally. I like to, I have to underline, I have to crease certain pages. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it happens. I've always been like that. Yeah, no, but that's amazing that you accommodate different types of people. I love yeah. that. But there is such an overwhelming amount of books where it's like, where do I start? Right. Where do I begin? But if you're the one recommending it, I will be buying it. So (laughs) again, it comes with the trust. It comes with that. You know, I have the full package. I can give you this. I can guide you with that. And it's it's really nice to hear that because I feel like Or I'm not sure if you can give us any advice, what to look out for when it comes to choosing a wedding planner, especially the ones that you're kind of uncertain of. And, you know, even though their price is great, but am I going to get the same amount of service? Can you go into that a little bit so people can, you know, this is
0: so funny. I just wrote about this today. Um, I had to answer this question. It's so funny how you, like, you must've known that i had already thought about it. Um, but I, I definitely say, ask if the person you're talking to is going to be working that day, because a lot of times you'll talk to the owner because they want to kind of reel you in and then you get an assistant or you get, you might get a different planner, but i for me, I always put myself in people's shoes. If I am talking to someone, I'm expecting that they're the one who's there and who's working with me. I'm not expecting to pay a certain amount of money and then find out that I'm working with someone else because half of it is the connection and feeling like that person gets you. Mm-hmm. If if all of a sudden that switches to a different person, and what if you don't like them? Mm-hmm. So you've contracted with the person who you think you're getting. So that's very very important, and not only planning but also on the day of, who's going to be there. I also would say, making sure that the person understands your vision and isn't just yes yesing you. So if you don't have a vision, that's fine. Then just making sure that they understand you. <laughs> but if you have a certain theme you want to go for or, or style. You don't want to just hear, yeah, we do that. Sure, we can do that. Sure. And you know, you can't really expect people to give you ideas because you're not their client yet. Yeah, like I don't give people my ideas until they're my client, because then they can just run with it. But but knowing that that they have done work that you trust, and that they understand what you're looking for, you can ask little things like. If you're looking at a, let's say a a black and white party, you can be like, oh, you know, would you, would you add in any color? You can add, you can ask certain things to just see if they're even paying attention and thinking about it (laughs) instead of just answering you how they think you want to be answered. Makes sense
1: to kind of just test your ability and saying, hey, if I were to have a black and white party, but I want color are you going to suggest color if they just said black and white party? Right.
0: Are they thinking out of the box at all? Mm -hmm. Or are they just doing what you said? If they're just doing what you said, you don't need a planner. You really need a decorator who's going to decorate the way you have asked them to decorate a planner for full planning should create something unique to you. Mm -hmm. Not everyone does that. Some people, and some people want what everybody's had. That's Mm -hmm. not, my clientele because people come to me for something unique because I don't do the same thing ever for Mm -hmm. two people. Yeah. It has to be about the client and no two people are the same. So (laughs) it can't, I mean, people can be similar, but it's, it just doesn't do anything for me. It doesn't do anything for them if it's the same as somebody else's.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Now I have a question because I've seen this in the past in some articles and I've okay. heard people say ask your planner a list of vendors what do they mean by that yeah is that even appropriate
0: S- some people do that yeah mm-hmm. I actually have a few planner friends and they have preferred vendor lists and so once you're their client they send you their preferred vendor list I I just don't work that way. I have a huge spreadsheet of vendors with my notes and their contact information and so many details you don't even want to see. <laughs> but so I, I don't think that every vendor is for every client. Yeah. So if you come to me and you're telling me a certain style or I'm getting to know you and I know you want a certain style, would it make sense for me to just send you a vendor list? Or would it make sense for me to say, I think this florist would be perfect for your vision or for your style? To me, that's what makes more sense. Mm -hmm. Also, I trust it more. As a client, I would trust that more. I would trust it more if the person isn't just sending me a list because you don't know what kind of deals people have. And so I want to make sure, because I put myself in the client's shoes, that my vendors make sense for me, for my personality, for the type of work the type of style.
1: Yeah. With this pandemic that we're still going through. Yes. How has this whole industry changed?
0: Well, as I sit my, my blue kombucha, I'm sorry. (laughs) (laughs) This industry has changed in a lot of ways. I think we've become much closer, not as competitive with each other, which is very interesting. In the beginning, I felt like it was a little bit more competitive because people just trying to stay alive, Um, no pun intended, really trying to keep their businesses alive. Um, And then a few months in, people started to really want to get to know each other. What are you doing during this pandemic? Not necessarily the services offered, but really what are you doing with your clients? Are you giving deposits back? Are you rescheduling five times for no extra fee? What are you doing? and even to keep certain standards i've had conversations with certain planners like we need to keep a certain standard are you guys cleaning up at the end of the night because i don't do that and you know we kind of have all agreed we don't do that that's not what our job is we can hire cleaning service for that or you know but it can't be we there has to be a certain standard and you brought up before about you know Oh my God, I forgot what I totally, don't you love when you totally forget what you're about to say? What did you bring up before? Oh, I love when that happens. But you know, I'm human. (laughs) (laughs) So, uh, So our industry, there's a live events coalition and they, I joined right away. You pay a small fee and you're all in this together. You're trying to save the event industry. That means different things for different types of vendors. Of course, there's bands and DJs and photo booths. And there's a lot of people going under right now, a lot of people. And you have to be, I've had to be very careful about who I'm recommending, about who I'm hiring, because I don't want to see my clients pay deposits and not get their deposit back. At the same time, I want to keep my vendor friends alive right? I want to keep their businesses alive. So how do I do both? Well, you don't do so much very far away unless you know that they are stable and you plan with flexibility. So you make sure that contracts are very stable. And I talked to a DJ yesterday who said for for the pandemic they're saying just to get clients they're saying you know we will get you we will give your deposit back if we need to if it if it has to be canceled that's really really nice it depends on the again on the category in the industry for planners you're working the whole time you can't give the deposit back because you're working if you're not working until that day such as a photographer such as a makeup artist some are doing that some are not I don't fault anyone for not giving the deposit back because this is how you're living right now. You need the money to live. So it's a really tough time. And I think our industry has come together and has built each other up and been much more understanding. I also have had some interesting things happen where the egos are going away. So I've had people who in the past were like, yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll talk, I'll send you client. They might not answer for a few weeks. And now they're writing me, because I have a stable business, they're writing me being like, oh, can I be exclusive for you? And no, <laughs> but that, that ego, that should never be there. That's actually what turns me off so much with certain vendors is the ego. It's very hard to work with people with an ego. It is so much more enjoyable for clients and for us as planners and as other vendors to be able to just be a team, brainstorm, and focus on the client. It's not about us. We all do great work. Otherwise, we wouldn't be recommending each other, but it's about providing for the client.
1: And how were you able to pivot your business? Because I could imagine when this whole thing came down, it's like you got to contact your clients you had to kind of just keep it together be there for them knowing that you're uncertain what your business was going to be like how did you manage that for yourself and i know you're a wellness coach so did that help immensely through those stages for yourself and your client
0: i think what helped is sure i'm a wellness coach i'm also someone who has danced through life so i i had started having live dance parties On Instagram, I'm a mom and I love to make sure they're having fun too. So all of these pieces to it where I'm not going to let myself get down and get to that point. So yes, rescheduling, keeping my clients happy, making sure we're moving forward and thinking forward, doing whatever we can because as a planner... If you can imagine, I plan everything. Do you know how difficult that was to not be able to give answers to people when they would say, well, when do you think this is going to be over? And I'm like, it doesn't really matter what I think because for the first time ever, I don't have an answer. It's That was the most difficult part of it was not being able to say, don't worry, in November, it's going to be gone. We couldn't answer anything. So all we could do was learn flexibility. And I actually think that's great that as planners, we've had to learn flexibility. We've had to pivot. Also, as soon as the quarantine started, well, my mind's always churning with ideas. So right away, I started thinking of an idea, okay, I need an, I need to be able to have a service that plans for events up to 50 people. So no matter what outside, we can keep it because the government... was at that time keeping it to a smaller amount. And I created the experience, which is for events up to 50 people. It still gives that wow factor. It basically is a huge event brought down to up to 50 people. So it still has that decor, has that music, has that wow factor, but just a smaller because I got really sick of seeing all these photos of mini monies that they were calling them and micro weddings of just, ah, here's a little flower. Here's a little, and it felt, I felt like everyone was settling just, I want to get married. So let me just do this. Well, you can still get married and have that amazing wedding. Even if it's with fewer guests, you can have five guests and still have it.
1: Well, it's definitely tough. And for, I, for being like the couple or that person that had that wanted to have their 25th birthday, their 30th, their 25th anniversary, whatever it is, it's really difficult. Like, I, I think five of my friends had to postpone their weddings and they were just kind of like, we have no choice because they ended up being without a job after. And it uh-huh. really sucks. So it's just like it's so uncertain of what's going to happen. But I love how you have that mindset like you. I commend you, first of all, to continuing on because it's not easy. Yeah. A lot of these businesses are really shutting down and they can't make a float for the next couple months. Now, being going into 2021, who knows what we're going to see, right? Especially in my area, everything's becoming um, serious lockdown and we don't know mm-hmm. how many more weeks this is going to be, but I'm thankful I still have a job right. to go to. But again, I commend you for being in this business and still trying to help your clients and help them navigate For the for that time, they're able to have that event, and it's true. Thank you. You Well,
0: that's my responsibility. It is. It is my duty. My mission in life is to help women feel amazing, celebrate life, celebrate in the biggest way possible. And that doesn't mean if it that who cares if it's with five people, but you're celebrating in a big way where you're smiling and you're laughing. And so I, oh my gosh, I could never let let them down. And and the I think the a very big challenge was deciding this winter, I decided that I was not going to do indoor events this winter. Mm-hmm. I was just planning forward. I would take on new clients, but planning forward. I was asked to do events for every holiday this winter. And I know an event planner who got COVID, she was wearing a mask, but most likely the, she said the guests were not. So she, she thinks it was from that event. I, just, I, I really want to be able to hug my mom And dad, I really want to be able to to be at home and not worry and be able to be good to my other clients and be able to have meetings with them, social distancing and not worry, oh, well, did I get COVID from this event where nobody was wearing masks? If I can do my part, that's the right thing to do. It's just not worth it. So, And you know what happened Mm -hmm. is the governor shut it down this winter and And anyone who had planned something for this winter had to reschedule or cancel. So thank goodness. I didn't have to do that.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Thank goodness. It would have
0: really been stressful.
1: Yeah. I commend you though. And you're staying strong. You're so passionate about what you're doing and how you're helping other women. I hope 2020 will be better. I'm hoping the world can slowly get back to normal, but you 2021
0: is going to be awesome 2022 is going to be
1: really awesome <laughs> right <laughs> exactly and it does take what about a year to plan a wedding
0: <laughs> you know what right now it doesn't but <laughs> <laughs> um I if you don't want to be doing it all the time yes <laughs> <laughs> I have people booking two years in advance though I, I am totally fine with that. Yeah. If someone says, I want to book for 2023, I've just opened it up. Yeah. We can book for 2023. If that's what makes you feel comfortable, it, we wouldn't necessarily start right the second, maybe in mm-hmm. six months from now, but let's do it. Why, mm. why are you holding your life in this exact time? Yeah. Especially if there's nothing really very exciting right now to look forward to. Mm-hmm. So do something to plan forward, to look forward to. And then all of a sudden, it's so much more exciting every single day. So you're like, well, in two years, I'm getting married. <laughs> or two years, of having my 50th birthday. If you're 48, whatever the event is. I had a client a couple months ago. They were supposed to go to Paris for her birthday. And obviously not. So we brought Paris to her home. And we had an, we had a beautiful, beautiful wedding. I'm sorry, birthday event for 22 people. And it was, it was, she was so happy. I mean, the pictures show that she was so happy and she'll have those memories and you know what, she'll go to Paris and have a different trip, but, and it wasn't meant to be for this birthday, but we do what we can for now where you can still celebrate and you don't have to feel like you're settling.
1: Definitely. And that's really nice that she still managed to have her birthday, even though it's not in Paris, but you brought Paris to her. And that's, that's amazing. And I can imagine how like, Oh my gosh, like it's, it doesn't feel like I'm in a pandemic. I'm actually celebrating my birthday.
0: Right. And, and, you know, you have to be careful because some people we add masks, we get customized masks and, of course, that's not ideal. And you know how many times I hear, oh, but I don't want, we don't want to have to wear masks. We don't want to have to wear masks. Well, do you want to not have a party because you don't want to wear masks? Do you want to, mm. what's the alternative? So right now, that's what we do. It's okay. Mm. It's not ideal. I hate wearing a mask, but I do it. Nobody like I mean I don't know anybody who really enjoys it. <laughs> <laughs> Not breathing freely, but we do it.
1: Yeah, we have to do it. All right.
0: <laughs> we have to keep each other safe and and hopefully this goes away soon.
1: Yeah, hopefully hopefully it does. Now what advice could you give somebody who's in that stage of do I cancel my wedding? Is this the time to hire a planner mm-hmm. or do I start planning? What did I know you touched about it a little bit, but what advice could you give them?
0: Yeah. I mean, definitely start planning, especially if it's in the next two years, because everything's getting booked because of everything that was rescheduled from last year. So do not wait. I had someone recently ask me, oh, is birthdays in two months? Is that too, I feel like it's too early to plan. I'm like, no plan right now because getting a space is difficult. Getting a tent is difficult. So getting a makeup artist is really difficult. So (laughs) do not wait on that. And I would highly suggest if you aren't sure if you want a planner or not, at least hire them for month of coordination or day of coordination for now. And I don't know about everybody else, but for me, I can always extend that out to partial or full planning or whatever else you need. I do month of coordination plus hourly for certain things if you don't need much extra. So that way you have a planner who can reschedule and you don't have to deal with any of that if you need to reschedule. But plan forward. If it's next month, the restrictions are here right now. You might want to reschedule that, but it's such a personal choice. You might not. You might say, you know what? I just want to have my five people and not deal with rescheduling because we don't know what's going to happen. We don't know when we should reschedule to. Do we want to reschedule again after that if we have to? I spoke to a client over uh, Instagram the other day and she was like, oh man, do I, like, I'm not rescheduling again. She's like, she, she had her wedding last year uh, originally scheduled and then she had to reschedule it and then she hired me. So I am hired for her. And if she has to reschedule again, I will do that for her. However, she said, I don't want to reschedule again. I'm getting married. And that makes total sense to me because she doesn't want to do it again. She wants to just marry her best friend and she knows that I'm there no matter what, where I can help guide her either direction she wants to go in. So that's, I would recommend, even if you're not sure if you should have a planner hire at least for coordination. However, again, if you hire someone for coordination and you might want to be having them for full planning make sure that the coordinator does full planning and does it well. They don't just do they don't just do it, but they actually can create something unique and special for you.
1: Awesome. And are you available just in the state that you're living in or all over the United States?
0: I have worked with people worldwide, remotely, most at least get married or have events around here. So Pennsylvania, Connecticut, New Jersey, New York area, which is pretty broad. And some people, I mean, a lot of people I work with remotely right now, no matter where, they could be down the street. (laughs) (laughs) But in the end, we are there together. If I'm working with someone remotely for another location, it's not as common, especially right now, because I can't go everywhere but I'm happy to even be creating concepts for them
1: for sure that's awesome and I'm glad you're pretty much versatile in every state so how about outside I know you said worldwide that's pretty fantastic and (laughs) I'm pretty sure you've got a I know you mentioned you've got a spreadsheet of vendors but (laughs) worldwide is pretty remarkable look at you
0: they just have to be able to speak English because I I understand un poquito. I understand a little bit of Spanish and I understand a little bit of French and Portuguese because my college roommates, <laughs> but that's it. So as long as we have that going, I am totally fine.
1: <laughs> well, guys, don't forget to pick up the book, Smiling Through the Chaos of Wedding Planning, Your Guide to Planning the Perfect Day. Well, Amanda, this has been so great. Thank you so much. Tell the listeners where they can find you.
0: Thanks for having me. So I am at smiling through chaos through is spelled out and chaos is C-H-A-O-S. So at smiling through chaos everywhere, uh, Instagram, Facebook, Pinterest, YouTube, everywhere. And my website is smiling through
1: Perfect. Thank you. And to all the listeners out there, everything's going to be in the show notes for you. And thank you again, Amanda, for joining me. This has been fantastic. All the best to you. Amazing how you're still keeping going, (laughs) helping those women out and those people who want to have their birthdays or special days and their celebrations. Thank you so much. And oh my gosh, amazing. I enjoyed everything.
0: (laughs) Oh, you're so sweet. I loved it. And I hope everyone stays safe, stays sane, stays smiling. And if you ever feel like you just need someone go on my Instagram, watch some of the dance parties, and you're probably going to be smiling and laughing at me and with me.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Thank you so much. And again, to all the listeners, everything's going to be in the show notes for you. And that's all we have for now. a little, a little bit, bit of everything, everything. with, Angelica. with Angelica. Angelica. That's it for now. And thank you for tuning in on another episode of a little bit of everything with me.